to Daphne Sounds Expensive. <laughs> I am renowned opera singer Sir Willard White, here to introduce this episode of the greatest radio sketch show ever to employ me. <laughs> you join us here in the lounge of the Lockmakers Arms Pub in Wolverhampton. Now, let me just line up these three gargantuan bottles of vintage champagne. Give them all one big shake. And shooting out of the first bottle like a speeding bullet from a Chinese Secret Service pistol. He's Chinese, by the way. It's Phil Wang! Hello, everybody. And flying out of the second bottle like a scotch bonnet pepper from the mouth of someone unaccustomed to the spiciness of Jamaican cuisine. He is Jamaican, by the way. It's Jason Forbes! Last but not least, shooting up into the dizzying heights higher than everybody else. Up, 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 completely unhindered. Nothing's blocking his progress. He's white, by the way. <laughs> it's George Foraker! Uh, all right, lads. And together we are Daphne, a sketch trio. Those champagne bottles sure were fun, weren't they? Absolute blast them. I'm all bubbly and sticky. Me too. <laughs> oh, sorry, Willard, did we splash you? No. <laughs> then why are you all sticky? <laughs> anyway, boys, <laughs> I'd better get myself behind the bar. These pints and ladies won't pull themselves. See you, Willard! So, this is Daphne Sounds Expensive, the most extravagant sketch show on the airwaves. We incur the costs, send the bill to our producer Matt at the BBC, and cross our fingers. Thank you to our live band, the Daphnets, for that swangin' musical accompaniment. Give us a poire, folks. Now, listeners, this is the second series of Daphne Sounds Expensive, and in the process of putting it together, we've learned a lot about each other. Uh, for example, we found out that Phil uh, gets really turned on by conflict. Mm. What? get turned on by conflict, Phil. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You love a bit of conflict. You're starting an argument now. No, I'm not. I'm you just do. You do. I'm you love, no, I do not. I do not love you. I do not get off on conflict. I do not get turned on by conflict. What does that mean? I do not. Oh, God, yeah. Thanks, guys. Was that good for you, too? No! how much a show can develop while you're making it, this series has already changed a lot since its original recording. I thought I heard the old man say, Leave her, Johnny, leave her! Tomorrow we shall cast away, and it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her! Leave her, Johnny, leave her! For the voyage is long and the winds don't blow, and it's time for us to leave her. Yeah, we scrapped that now. <laughs> it's George's idea, inspired by his gap year on a Canadian mackerel trawler. <laughs> it could have been the greatest and only three-hour-long sea shanty show on Radio 4. It would have made history. It would have made no sense, George. Well, That's if we stuck around long enough to give it half a chance, you we would have had some Go to Radio 3, oh, you want to do something oh, like that? Oh, very close. Yeah, 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 one idea. Oh, God, yeah, thanks, guys. Oh, wow, didn't think I had another one in me. I need a cigarette. <laughs> there aren't any left. You smoked them all during question time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, that show is hot. <laughs> Thank you, audience, for coming with us all the way to my hometown of Wolverhampton. 
Here we are at my local pub, The Lockmaker's Arms, where we're also joined by my friends and relations, like my Uncle Anuk. All the best, baby! And my Auntie Aly. All right, cock! We're putting on a gala night here tonight. We're going to be performing our own sketches, and we've got some Boston local acts who will each be doing a turn. All proceeds from ticket and bar sales will be going to a charity very dear to our hearts, the Black Country Hedgehog Sanctuary. Aww. So, without further ado... Please welcome to the stage your first local act, all the way from Netherton, giving us a turn on the honky-tonk. It's Ross Fat Fingers Painton. Wow, the black country. Good job I brought my unnecessarily large camera that all us Chinese tourists have for some reason. What a fascinating culture it is up here. And the wildlife is incredible. Look over there, three little babies smoking. <laughs> Oh, Phil, that's such a stereotype. They're not smoking, they're vaping. I don't care much for this food. Look at this buffet. Sausage rolls, pork scratchings, ham sandwiches, pork pies, just a load of dead, salty pig and stodge. Stop being a snob. Contrary to popular belief, Jason, black country cuisine actually spans a wide variety of pork. Go on. <laughs> Try a pork scratching. Oh, fine. Mm. I suppose it's not too bad. I do like the contrast between the crunchy fat and the uh, less crunchy fat. <laughs> ah, Fat Fingers is going down a storm. Good work organising this, George. And great that all the money is going to the Black Country Hedgehog Sanctuary. I never knew you cared so much, to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing, that, isn't it, the truth? <laughs> Rhymes with vermouth. <laughs> wow! Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have that thick, oily sheen of gilt sweat on your brow? Look, lads, I've, I've got a level with you. There is no Black Country Hedgehog Sanctuary. What? In fact, I don't think there are any hedgehogs in the Black Country at all. Well, I, for one, demand an explanation. OK. Remember last week when you both went to that Asian-Jamaican fusion restaurant? Yes, Cool Randings. <laughs> And I couldn't join you because I promised to help our producer, Matt, move his stuff out of his auntie's. Well, while I was carrying his terrapin tank, he said to me, George, lift with your knees, not your back. Also, Daphne, a £10,000 overdrawn, and if you don't recoup the loss, I'm going to pull the series. What? You were lifting with your back? <laughs> Wait, with £10,000 overdrawn? Yes. Now we have to make that ten grand back, or Daphne's radio career is scuppered. So this is the plan. We get all the guests at this gala to put their donations into this nice, shiny bucket, then take the money for ourselves and scarf them. You can't put on a fake charity night, George. It's immoral. Oh, that's Fat Fingers finished. Quick, Phil, do the rounds with the money bucket. Ugh, fine. I don't believe this. I know. When was the last time Phil actually did something you asked him? <laughs> no, George, I can't believe you thought this would be a good plan. I mean, look at this place. How much money are we even going to raise? Oh, guys, they loved Fat Fingers. Look how much money's in the bucket. I reckon there's about a grand in here. Let me see. Oh, my God. See? At this rate, if we put on a good show, we'll make the ten grand in no time. And save our radio show. Why did they give us so much? Because excessive generosity is one of the principal tenets of black country culture. Then how can you con your own people so casually? Because the other principal tenet of black country culture is that we're always on the tea leaf. <laughs> so, in a way, these guys would actually respect you for stealing their money. Oh, God, no. Nothing angers black country folk like betrayal. We'd be ripped limb from limb if they found out. I gotta note all this down in my travel diary. Ooh, I also want to get a good photo of this guy at the bar. He's got such a striking face. Hello, sir. Just kick me out. Oh, that's uh, that's Al Jim. He's uh, very well known round here, and he's got a huge staff at your Bull Terrier. Oh, Jim's quite a character, all right. 
We've no idea how he lost his eye, but we're fairly certain it was his dog that took his ear. <laughs> Couldn't see it coming. <laughs> is he a regular here, then? Hmm? No, no. Uh, old Jim's one of the most respected classical actors in the Midlands. He's our next act. In fact, I'd better introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, performing an extract from William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, it's old Jim and Ripper. <laughs> Who's up? Where did the go? Put on So this is what passes for a gala in the black country, then. An incomprehensible man and a dog in a dress butchering the bard. Ugh. I need a glass of Prosecco. Well, you won't find that in this book. That's it! I'm sick of this place! Oh, and I presume you were swimming in Prosecco in the council house you grew up in in Bristol. It was a council villa! That's nothing! <laughs> oh, yeah, guys, keep arguing, it feels good. Oh, oh. stop it, Bill! Jason, I'm sick of your snobbery. This is my home, my birthplace. I love the black country. It's not all just peaky blinders and slade around here, you know. This was the cradle of the Industrial Revolution. The workshop of the world, the forge of the empire, from the coke kilns of Briarley Hill to the curled pits of Quarry Bunk. Oh, our ways may seem homespun to some, but we've got a cultural life as rich as anywhere else in these islands. And tonight, I've tapped that rich seam of culture and booked us a celebrity guest speaker to imbue this gala with the depth and sophistication becoming of this historic region. Phil, Jason, I'd like you to meet my very dear friend. Times columnist, best-selling author, Rose Door winner, pioneer of 21st century feminism, daughter of Wolverhampton, and generation-defining intellectual, Kathleen Moran. <laughs> Four acres, you massive butt plug. <laughs> I didn't know you two knew each other. Of course we do, it's Volvo. We all know each other. I've known him since he was just a weird babby. Oi, Vic Acres, remember that party you went to over Shore Teeth when you were two? No. Yeah, you do. His Uncle Billy dropped the lighter in the barbecue and the whole thing exploded. So, Georgie here, <laughs> he shat himself. <laughs> so we chucked his nappy on the fire and his bomb fumes friggin' stank the estate out. Everyone had to leave. Now, all of Willanore calls him Crappy Nappy Acres. <laughs> oh, boom! Do I spy mini black puddings on sticks? Out of my way, Wang! Oh, Miss Moran, I'm honoured you know my name. Your name's actually Wang. <laughs> Amazing. Well, uh, thanks so much for coming today, Catelyn. I would not miss this for the world, Bab. This cause means everything to me. I like to think of hedgehogs as the epitomatic metaphor for the working class struggle. That's why I always give one a kick if I see one in the garden. You know, give them some encouragement, Thatcher style. Dong! Wang. Webs, partish your lighter. <sighs> whoa, whoa, can you not just go blazing up a fat blunt in here? <laughs> Hang on, let me see your eyes. Have you already taken something? If I'm honest, I am off my chobbles right now. I am spangled. <laughs> I'm seeing things I couldn't dream of, and I've dreamt of Madonna hosting Bullseye. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get at the bar. In a bit, you lumpy dribblers! Gosh, fame really changes a person. And drugs. <laughs> Jason, did you just eat another pork scratching? So? Technically, it's um, local artisan cuisine, like jamón ibérico or prosciutto di parma. Hey, Willard, toss me another bag. If you say so, cash. Yes. George, are you sure Catelyn's going to be in a fit state to make a speech? Oh, it'll be fine. We'll just keep her appearance as brief as possible. Don't worry, everything's under control. 
Oh no, Ripper's got Jim's leg. It's upsetting the crowd. God, they're gonna stop donating. Quick, I'll take care of Jim and Ripper. Jason, you get on stage and do a song to sweeten them up. Phil, you stand by with the bucket. What about my scratchings? No more scratchings. Both of you go. We need that money. All right, I'm going. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Lockmakers Arms! <laughs> Sorry about all that. Here's something I think you might like. In an attempt to emulate the runaway successes of the likes of Adele and Lionel Richie, I too have written a potential chart-topping number called Hello. Hello? 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 Is there someone there? Hello? 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 I can hear you breathing. I know you're there, you filthy creep. Just leave me alone. I'll call the police, they'll be here like that. Please, it's not funny anymore. Just leave me alone, go away, please. Oh, please, God, don't be going. What have I done? Please, it's not there. Just leave me alone. Ladies and gentlemen, now time for my pork scratchings. Thank you all. Thank you, lovely Wolverhampton people. Please give us your pounds. Hey, no schlong. Here's a pound for you. Oh, <laughs> my round tum-tum. Where's Four Eyes Four Acres? He's over there at the bar. One pint of Bonks's Bitter, please, Willard. No worries, George. Great Pavarotta's Porch. I appear to have run out of Bunk's Bitter. God, that's all we need. Willard, you need to change the barrel. The cellar's right behind you, through that trapdoor. Be careful not to fall down the ladder. Oh, don't you worry. Now, as I begin to descend this treacherous, slippery ladder, I think this is the perfect time for me to entertain you all with a light aria. <laughs> Music maestro, please. Oi, Georgie! Oh, what now, Cat, then? Doesn't Willard need a torch? Oi, Big Willie, catch! <laughs> George, just to say, I'm nipping out to the car park for a thunderous waz, and then I'm raring to go for my speech, lad, all right? Oh, OK, but use the drain this time. <laughs> George, get up on stage. It's time for our turn. Oh, God, I almost forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd now like to perform for you an homage to our favourite sitcom. Ah, Niles, what a pleasant surprise. Oh, do forgive me, Fraser. <laughs> Maris is busy entertaining the Ivy League ladies who limbo, and she was concerned that my presence might discourage them from bending with abandon. <laughs> now, spitspot, Fraser, the introitus and Kyrie are commencing in 45 minutes. Hold on, Niles. This is the perfect opportunity for me to wear out my new cashmere blazer. I gave it to Daphne earlier to take to the dry cleaners. I'll just see if she has it. Oh, Daphne. Hello, Dr. Twin. You're right. Oh, uh, yes, hello, hello, uh, hello, Daphne. Um, I, I was just wondering if you managed to get my new cashmere blazer cleaned. I certainly must did, Dr. Twin. I took your blazer and I put it in a nice bath. 
but it wouldn't come dry. So I just put it in the fire. So speed <laughs> it up, but it turned into a big pile of black snow. So I've made the other new suit. Oh, thanks, Stephanie. It's made out of bones. <laughs> but it reminds me of when I was in Blunderchester, when I was a little lad. And we all live next door to the Queen. And she loved that. So, one day, when we were going to Manchester United to go and watch Arsenal versus Chelsea, we were walking past the forest, and I just pushed the Queen in, and all the bats started circling around her head, and she was going out bed up, and all the bats grabbed her there and started lifting her off the ground, her feet kicking in the air, like that. Then all the more bats came, because she was still screaming, it was attracting all the other bats, and they all just got around the Queen and started circling round and round, it's going round and round and round and round and round and round and then all the bats just parted and they all know what was left when they were gone it was a little bit of bangers and mash <laughs> which is an English idiom for nothing <laughs> so I went home and I'd watch my dad drinking a nice hot board of bleach <laughs> come in Eddie Time to go for a walk in the microwave. <laughs> Let me know! Thank you very much, everyone! <laughs> Phil, you do your rounds with the bucket. I'll go and see if old Jim's recovered. Right, I'll see you both in a bit. Excuse me, mate. Hey, who's saying that? Annie. Oh, my God, it's a hedgehog. <laughs> it's a talking hedgehog. Oh, too, You've never seen a talking hedgehog before? Well, no. Well, I ain't surprised. I'm the only one. <laughs> Here, then. Squeak, what's this about a legitimate charity night? You like me and my fellow hedgehogs? That sounds great, now we Squeak. Um, uh... Oh, my God! Tiggy Spikebag, Wolverhampton's most famous hedgehog. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance, Fab. Come on, Tiggy, let me introduce you to everyone. Hey, everyone, look! Oh, my God, it's Tiggy Spikebag! We love you, Tiggy! <laughs> hey, George, bucket's filling up. We've nearly reached our target. Hey, everyone, is that a hedgehog on stage? I thought you said there were no black country hedgehogs. Well, I, I didn't think there were. I certainly never... Hang on. Jason, are you wearing a flat cap? <laughs> According to Esquire magazine, 2017 is the year of the flat cap. Well, don't get your flat cap mixed up with everyone else's flat cap in the pub. Make sure you label it. Already have done. Look. Why have you labelled it with the letter C? Uh, duh. C for cap of Jason. <laughs> I don't think you've quite got the hang of labels, Jason. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. A talking hedgehog? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for this warm welcome. And I want to thank the Daphne boys for organising this wonderful gala. Too many hedgehogs out there are living from claw to mouth. It's no life. <laughs> Too many end up under the wheels of a van. And do you know something? Sometimes I think they throw themselves under there themselves. Because <laughs> there's just no help. But the money you'll raise will bring the hedgehogs of the Black Country boroughs out renewed. Ain't that right, gang? Yeah. Now, if you don't like to raise your bouncy's glasses, ladies and gentlemen, to the squashed. Oh, no. They really like hedgehogs. <laughs> what if they find out we're conning them? Oh, it's only hedgehogs. I can't imagine they're that invested. And may a miserable, painful, lingering death be visited upon any of those scum out there who might seek to exploit the suffering of my species. Death to stop! We'll kill him for you personally, Tiggy! 
<laughs> you're not the game I like. Bless you all. Now then, I'm just being full of booze, I like. Where can a road wear a jug with his snout round here? Uh, just fine, Willard, Tiggy. I think he's still down in the cellar changing the barrel. Oh, well, I'll give him another snuffle. I'm freaking out, man, I'm freaking out. These people are going to kill us. Keep your voices down. Quick, over here by the cigarette machine where it's quiet. Look, look in the bucket. We can't be that far off our target. We only need to keep it together for a little bit longer. After that, we can grab the cash, recoup our losses, save our radio series and get back to London. What's that noise? It's coming from inside the cigarette machine. Oi, snoring us. You're trapping me in here. What? How did you even get inside a cigarette machine? Catelyn, you didn't overhear any of our conversation just then, did you? What, the grab the cash and get back to London plan? Sounded pretty sad to me, bro. Unless a certain third wave feminist got up on stage <laughs> and gave these folks the lowdown on what's really going on here. No, Catelyn, we can explain. Too late. Listen up, everyone. God, George, she's going to rat us out. We need to get out of here fast. Wait, we can't leave Willard behind. Where is he? me down in this cellar trapped under all these barrels of ale a bitter end squeak what's the crack here then Paul? oh thank heaven a kindly little hedgehog good son of briar and bramble can you free me from these barrels <coughs> oh i don't think so will it why ever not squeak oh squeak oh squeak have you ever eaten worms and grubs will it Oh, I want how appetising to moan and pumba met them look on the Lion King, but believe you me, that tastes like absolute shit, mate. <laughs> absolute dirty shit. <laughs> but I'll be dining on something far sweeter tonight. What? What's that? Bass, baritone, scream! Well, wherever Willard is, I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> Come on, George. Catelyn's about to snitch. Let's go. All right, fine. Grab the bucket of cash and let's get out of here. Attention, everyone. Attention. It's time for my speech. Oi, Daphne boys. Stop there and listen, will ya? Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got something to say about the Daphne boys. I think I'm going to wet myself. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Brace yourselves, folks, because these lads... And take a good look at them. Make sure you remember their faces. These lads came to our honest city of fair Wolverhampton, set up a charity night, and now I've heard that they're only £500 away from their target! What? Come again? Or my Wii came out. <laughs> so, Daphne fellas, I've got a proposition for you. If you lads put in the remaining 500 yourselves, I'll generously match it and personally drive the money back to the Black Country Hedgehog Sanctuary tonight! Yay! But lads will lose the show. Better than losing our lives. Seriously, guys, my trousers are soaking. <laughs> so what do you say, Daphne? Will you put in the remaining 500 quid? Uh, there's something we need to tell you all. Yes? You better tell us something good. We hate to admit this. If this is bad news, I'll go be sir. It's just the, the money. Did I mention I'm a cannibal and a psychopath? Now five rows of teeth, like a shark. <laughs> we can't pay it. Uh, in cash. We can't pay it in cash. Uh, yeah, w will you take a check? Absolutely. Three cheers for Daphne, everyone! Ugh, <laughs> oh, look at us. Penniless. Now here we are, trudging down the black country route on foot in the middle of the night. We'd be going a lot faster if you hadn't insisted on bringing that giant bucket of pork scratchings with you, Jason. <laughs> now let's speed up, guys. I estimate we have about three hours before the folks back at the pub find out we wrote them a bad check. Well done, George. What a bust. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason. 
Why don't you take a look at the bottom of your bucket? What can you see? Uh, hang on. There's a label with the letter M. Exactly. What's your point, George? What's your angle? I switched the donations bucket with Jason's bucket of pork scratchings. I labelled the donations bucket with an M for money, then secretly swapped them when no one was looking. George, you wily old scoundrel. So if I just take the lid off that bucket you got there, Jason, we'll be able to lay our hands on a load of pork scratchings. <laughs> ah, sorry, guys. I also marked the bucket of pork scratchings with an M. What? Why? What does the M even stand for? My pork scratchings. <laughs> oh, learn to label. Great. All that subterfuge and nothing to show for it. Hello, boys. Oh, look. Another talking hedgehog. Sounds a lot like Willard. It is me. Thank goodness I found you. That little hedge clark ticky spike bug tried to dead me. <laughs> But as soon as he attacked, I cast an old Jamaican spell that transferred my soul into his hedgehog body. Now I am the world's only talking hedgehog. <laughs> now you boys wait here. I'll just cross over the road and join you. If you don't stay alert, you could end up getting hurt. You gotta stop and Think and you be king of the. All right, Buttfarts, you enjoying your walk? Oh, bloody hell, Catelyn, you've killed Willard. Hang on, is that my granddad's van you're driving? Yeah, I swapped it in for a bag of hectic skunk back at the pub. Well, thanks for not ratting us out, I suppose. Well, count yourselves lucky, young men. What you did was wrong, and it was my civic duty to teach you a lesson. I guess you're driving the money to the hedgehog sanctuary now, then? Think again, wangy boy. Obviously, I'm keeping the money for myself. Cheers for the massive bucket of cash, you fat chumps. I'm off back to London to finish my conservatory slash orangery. <laughs> See you later, Doris! Uh. I guess the only question now is how are we going to pay off our debt so the BBC doesn't cancel our series? Oh, I think I know a certain Canadian mackerel trawler that's always in need of willing men. <laughs> Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. We've been Daphne. Good night. Thank you very much. Safe and sound at home again. Let the waters roar, Jack. Safe and sound at home again. Let the waters roar, Jack. Long we've tossed on the rolling main, now we're safe ashore, Jack. Don't forget your old shipmate, Bolly Rolly 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 Rido. Since we sailed from Plymouth Sound, four years gone or nigh, Jack. Was there ever chummies now, such as you and I, Jack? Long we've tossed on the rolling main, now we're safe ashore, Jack. Don't forget your old shipmate, Bolly Rolly 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 Rido. Daphne Sounds Expensive was written by and star Jason Forbes, George Foracres, and Phil Wang, with Celeste Doreen, Jack Kirwan, Kathleen Moran, and me, Sir Willard White. The composer was Jeff Carpenter. The producer was Matt Strong. It was a BBC Studios production. But the best of friends was part. Better fall the weather. Hand your flipper for a shake. Now a drink together. Long we've tossed on the rolling main. Now we're safe ashore, Jack. Don't forget your old shipmate. Polly Rolly Ride, Polly Rolly Ride, Polly Rolly 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 Ride. Scoop up Willard's remains. We'll reanimate him and transfer his mind into a fresh clone when we get back to our state of the art lab. 